you are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast and making it your first listen of the day. We know that it's about 6.30 right now, so you know what? We appreciate your uh, stick-to-itiveness and your loyalty to the cause. I am merely Mike Luke. That is John Schuster over there. All right, here's what we're going to talk about today, Shu. What is it, Mike Luke? We're going to talk about, and this is how normally we go through hours of prep. To be able to, uh, it's an understatement. Able- hours, <laughs> hours is an understatement. It doesn't, it, and 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 folks who have listened to the professional level of this broadcast on numerous occasions, the loyal listeners, the loyal fans, know and understand just instinctively that hours doesn't do that justice. Hours, but anyway, justice. But this is a time where we're actually going, we're ad living here, and. I Well, I'm not ad-libbing, but John Schuster will. We're going to talk about the core players for Arizona basketball and what we would like to see them improve upon this year to be able to put an even better product on the court this coming season. Okay. Now, let's talk. Let's just say, for example, that Christian Coloco is coming back. What would John Schuster like to see from Christian Coloco? Uh, I I think you'd like to see more more confidence. I'm not even sure if consistency on the inside is the right word, but perhaps the other con word, uh, mm-hmm. confidence. Uh, and uh, and if he can implement some of that and feel like he belongs as an offensive player on the interior and then maybe can extend that a little bit when the offense allows it from 15 feet to 18 feet. And the more I give this some thought, the way that Arizona high picks, uh, mm-hmm. there are very real possibilities that instead of – him making the pick and driving to the hole, if he's good at a 15 to 18 footer and wants to take that shot and is consistent enough at doing it, that may be just another element that helps Arizona's offensive flow a, a little bit. I'm not, you, you know, that's your offseason thing. We'll was see it if that you, ultimately works. Was it you that told me that you thought that, uh, that they would let him shoot a couple threes a game or was that somebody else that told me that? That was probably somebody else. Uh, okay. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised by that. And I think that's always an interesting fine line because, you know, if you have a player coming back who has a legitimate shot at enhancing some tools at the next level and wants to utilize that aspect uh, returning to college in his final year, uh, then you've got that fine line of walking. Do you want to let him shoot three-pointers? That may- Maybe that doesn't work within the flow of the offense, uh, but you also don't want to upset him as well and convince him it's worth coming back because not only are you recruiting him, but you're recruiting his goodwill for future players who come into the program as well. And if he feels like he was maybe slided a little bit in that flow, that's a that's a sensitive balancing game. I'm not sure I want Coloco shooting three pointers. Right. But I could, you know, at this stage, I think he could get some open mid-range jumpers. And and as long as from a post-up standpoint, he just feels confident in what he was doing. One of the things we saw, uh, the Illinois kid, uh, Kofi Coburn. Kofi, Kofi uh, was, Coburn. Indeed. Was very, for all of his potential flaws at the next level and size concerns and the rest of it, he went into the season confident in what he was able to do from as a post player. And I and while they have a different 
clearly body style and different set of athletic, uh, you know, accoutrement. Uh, if Coloco has that kind of confidence about what he can do on the inside offensively, I think that would behoove him and behoove Arizona. I would agree with that. Umar Ballo, a guy that uh, I think a lot of us like. I'm a big fan of Umar Ballo. You are as well. He was certainly better than I thought. I just need the game. He's certainly strong enough. I love how he tries to dunk everything around the basket. Two things. I'd like to see him improve his skill set, and I'd like to see him more comfortable to where he can, the game just kind of slows down for him. Because the times when he didn't play well, the game looked a little too, it, it looked a little kind too ragged. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What would you say there? I think that's fair. Uh, I would add another con to that, conditioning. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that Ballo was at a level, and it's understandable. This is this is this is one of those critiques that falls under the category of understandable based on his development at the time. Uh, I don't think Ballo was necessarily capable at this stage of playing more than 15 minutes a game. Right. Uh, but if uh, he will, we'll find out this year. He may be very instrumental, assuming he returns. Uh, that uh, and obviously all of this is dot, 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 assuming that he returns. Uh, if if we'll see conditioning-wise, if Ballo is able to be as good in minute one as he is in minute 25. Right. And if he, if he can contribute in that way for Arizona, I think that helps. I think he has a very good innate feel for the game. I agree with and, that. And, and those aspects, I think, are potentially very helpful, and it played a significant role in a growth curve that I think caught a lot of us off guard. Right. Okay, now, let me tell you something that shouldn't catch you off guard, and that is get upside. This is the time of the year where everybody is, let's be honest here, gas is really expensive, and you know what? Unless you're one of those people that's really rich and you don't have to worry about gas, don't be like us. So, here's the deal. Now, you go to get the Get Upside app, and you put in uh, promo code SCORE for college, and you get 25 cents off per gallon on your fill-up. Now, you might say, Mike, that's not that much. I'll tell you what, when you fill up your entire tank, you're going to notice that right there, John Schuster. You so most again, certainly are. Get the GetUpside app. Again, promo word uh, promo word college or score right there for college. Okay. Azulis Tabellis okay. had a very good season, but you know what? He certainly uh, he picked the wrong time to have his worst games, obviously. First and foremost, you got to get his confidence back before you address anything else. What would you say there? Oh, unquestionably. And and that's something that he's really going to have to focus on, I think, in the offseason. Because if he's internally critical, then the way that he performed in Arizona's last two games uh, in the NCAA tournament is something that's going to stick with him a while. And he also has to recognize now that this is how teams are going to attack him. He has a very good skill set and is kind of and is maybe a little bit of a front runner. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't. I mind think that's very. Little... There's much of that. Yes. The, yeah. I didn't like. You know what? Little... Real quick. Sorry to interrupt. Sure. Sure. No I did problem, not. Man. The one. The my first little warning sign, maybe, and maybe a warning sign's not the right term, but I didn't like at all in the Pac-12 tournament when he would score and he would start doing the "you're too small" type thing. Right. right there. That that was totally out of character for him because you didn't yeah. really. I didn't see. I haven't seen that in two years. That to me was him getting a little ahead of his skis right there. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And guess what? He fell uh, and, and he tumbled quite a bit come tournament time mm-hmm. because the guys who he played against maybe uh, were a little bit too small, but they were also more physical. Right. So, you know, I don't know what the hand motion is for I just kicked your ass. 
But uh, Tabella's got his ass kicked a little bit in the tournament and, uh, you know, needs to be in a position where uh, he can recognize that how teams are going to defend him and improve his skill set as a result. There's a lot about Tabellus to like, especially his skill set around the basket and the way that he runs the floor. He can beat a lot yeah. of big guys. You've down said the floor all year that you thought he was the best running big man in the country, or one of them. He's one of them. I, he right. was. He he's one to keep an eye out, and that's a really good. So it's not that he doesn't hustle. The hustle aspect is there, but uh, you know, I think he got humbled in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to have an offseason where confidence, and you talked about this a couple minutes ago, uh, becomes very important as he tries to improve. All right. Now, moving over, Dalen Terry. He's a guy that I think has a ton to gain by coming back. He's an NBA guy. You and I both think that a team is crazy if they don't choose him in the first round because of everything that he can do and how raw he is. But if he comes back for another year, which I think he will, I think you're looking at a guy that can average about 15, 16 points a game and really cement himself in that mid-first round lottery. There's a lot. I'm very bullish on Dalen Terry. I'm a big fan of what he can do. I would completely agree with that. And uh, even though the shot doesn't look pretty, it's something that we're already seeing has an opportunity to improve and get better, and he's worked on it. Right. Nobody on this team, it is my belief, sees the floor as well as Dalen Terry. Right. Except possibly for the ball kid. And right. I don't know how much he's going to play, but I love the idea of the two of them. Love it. Of right. the two of them uh, being on the floor at the same I time. I love that. Yes. Exactly. That was good. That was being, good. Able, being able to distribute uh, on, a, uh, on a consistent basis. And, and their, their ability to extend defense and help Arizona get out into its running game. I think uh, I, there's reason to believe. I think it's possible Dalen Terry being a jack-of-all-trades type, I think he could be a dark horse for conference player of the year next year. I agree with that. And get a lot of attention in the process from NBA teams who, if they take a look at him, if he decides to dabble even this year, I think he's going to impress a lot of scouts. All right, let's uh, now let's uh, one thing though that you don't need to dabble in is built bar. We actually had somebody on Twitter ask where we got built bar GNC. I got it there, Schuster got it there, Shoeberry or Shoe. I almost Shoeberry. Um, shoe, <laughs> hey, Shoeberry, Schuster. I, I love the I love the Shoeberry flavor. The built bar is toying <laughs> with the idea of changing the blueberry muffin flavor and calling it Shoeberry <laughs> because of the promo because of the promos that we do on this broadcast. Right, that's exactly what it is. Right there, built bar. Check it out. Right there, it makes you big and makes you strong. GNC, GNC. All right, we're gonna be right back. Well, we're live, so hold on. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. Okay, now, get to the guard position, and then John Schuster's got to head out, and i got to head out, too. All right, Kirk Creesa. Um, I'd like, the main thing with him is, I don't think athletically he's going to be able to improve a ton. I mean, you know, I don't think he's going to come back and look like Baron Davis ever, but what I would like to see him do more so than anything is, because I believe that he's a very capable shooter. He hasn't necessarily shown it. The percentages are are awful, though, and they shouldn't be awful. He shot 35% from the field, 34% from three. I would like to see him hover around 40 in both areas right there. I think he's more than capable of doing that shoot. And with this kind of team, he ought to be able to get open looks enough to be able to up that percentage significantly. I think that's spot on. I would also secondarily – let's go back to the shooting. He has good shooting form. Mm -hmm. So this is an offseason of shoot, 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 
shoot, shoot, shoot, and oh, by the way, shoot, and then shoot a little bit more. Uh, right. Just to try to, you know, make it almost automatic of what it is to try to tweak those numbers a little bit higher. Beyond that, I think I'd like to see him because he's always going to have athletic limitations. Uh, that, that means that you have to play angles defensively a little bit better and anticipate how the game is flowing, especially on the defensive end. So if he can understand the game a little bit better, become kind of a student of what's going on, uh, scout a little bit from an anticipation standpoint in the offseason. I think that's something that can help to negate the athletic deficiencies that he really just can't do a whole heck of a lot about. You know what? We're going to talk more about it. Because, uh, but again, John Schuster, really appreciate you. I'm Mike Luke. Everybody that's listening, you are all awesome. We will be back with you Monday. Happy uh, weekend from the Locked On family.